Welcome to The Mother-Daughter Journey, a podcast for women working through the tenuous transition of a maturing mother-daughter relationship. I'm Abigail. And I'm Kelly. We know firsthand that the mother-daughter relationship is one of the most fabulous, yet frustrating, relationships you are ever going to have. Even so, we're best friends, business partners, and of course, mother and daughter. So join us as we share our ongoing journey and the lessons we've learned along the way. Hello there, everyone. Welcome to the mother-daughter journey again. So good to be back. Sorry. (laughs) Welcome back, everybody. (laughs) My turn to speak. (laughs) Whoops. I was on a, on a roll, okay? It's good to be back. I'm excited. Yes. No, I can all see right. it all over you. I'll hold it back. <laughs> so, guess what? Guess what? Today, we are finally going to talk about, drum roll, please, forgiveness. There it is. <laughs> Boom. I know we've been teasing you all with this topic for a bit now, but we're ready. We're finally ready. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she's, she says with a little resistance still. <laughs> but not as bad as it's been. <laughs> Do you want to talk about that first, K-Dog? Do you want to talk about why it's taken us a few weeks to get here? I think I can elaborate on that now. When I didn't really know why I kept coming up with other topics that I felt were more important. But I think it's because I am actively working through this forgiveness process right now with my mom. And my sister, to be honest. I'm I'm actively working through the forgiveness process. And I wasn't really into talking about it because I don't think I was at a point to forgive yet, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Well, you used another word, too, earlier. You didn't really want to speak to forgiveness when you were still trying to forgive because you felt like a phony. Uh, Yeah, it felt like to talk about this thing that I was going through and not very like in the most stellar fashion. I don't think anybody goes through this kind of stuff fantastically. Stellarly? Is that stellarly is a word, right? No idea. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, anyway. But, But yes, so I had a little bit of imposter syndrome happening because I believe that every mother-daughter relationship is worth the fight and that every mother-daughter relationship has the potential to thrive Mm -hmm. regardless of what has happened in that relationship. But it takes two to tango. And it's not just me forgiving, right? There is that. But there also has to be boundaries. Like you cannot give yourself away to have the relationship. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. Right? I mean, there are just are some relationships out there and I have to say, you know, mother-daughter relationships, there just are some where in order to have peace, one person has to like stick their head in the sand or hide themselves or pretend that things don't affect them. Like they have to like put on this exterior thick skin and pretend to be somebody else in a different situation or accept the role that they've been given that they've been given in the family dynamic and it even if it doesn't make them feel good and so yeah it's a hard topic because I don't have the best relationship with my mom right now I love my mother she's an amazing person but I don't accept the role 
that she wants me to play in this family, in our family. And I'm trying, I'm working through forgiving that and accepting that this is where we are right now because, like I said, it takes two people to tango. Mm-hmm. I can come to the table and I can use all my tools to try to make the relationship better. But from where we are right now, it feels like in order to have the relationship better, I have to break or bend. Or be somebody else. Or be somebody else. And so, yeah, that's difficult. Especially when you're out there talking about how fabulous and powerful mother-daughter relationships are. Mm -hmm. And, you know, how you are making it your life's work to help people improve them and to accept themselves for who they are and just to show up in that manner. And when the reality of the situation is, is these things take real time, real work from both parties. And so I can feel better about who I am in my relationship with my mother. I feel that I'm doing all the things that I can do without bending and breaking. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't bend in relationships. It's not what I mean. I mean, by not compromising who I am as an individual. Right. There's a difference between compromising yourself and finding common ground. Yes. Right. Um, I think that I've done the things that I can up till now. And that a relationship is kind of like the balls in your court kind of thing. And I'm okay with that. Like I've forgiven myself for the parts I've played in allowing myself to be treated the way that I was. So what you're saying is basically there's been a shit ton of forgiveness that you've had to work through both for yourself and for others, which is why you were a little resistant to talking about it. Yes. Yeah. I was. I didn't want to pretend. I didn't want to be like, ooh, I know what I'm talking about when I'm still working through it. But the reality is, is I do know what you I'm talking know. about. I was, that makes you the perfect candidate because to talk I, about because it. Because I am living this relationship that we are working through. I'm living the one with you. I'm living the one with your sister. I'm living the one with my mom. And and you're living the one with yourself. Yes. As a mother and a daughter. Yes. And I will say that my priority is my relationship with my children because I'm the mother. That's me. Right? I'm, no matter how you shake it, I'm the mother. I mean, yes, I have to have boundaries. Yes, I need to be treated with respect. And yes, my feelings matter. Mm-hmm. But all true things. But that relationship is where I need to concentrate on changing the patterns that have been brought down generationally. That's where most of your energy flows. Right. Right. And so I just have to accept that the relationship with my mom isn't where it is meant to be yet or where I want it to be yet because my priority is changing these generational patterns for my children so that they can be changed for your children. Which makes you anything but a phony. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, that was the resistance. That was a long five-minute explanation as to why we haven't talked about forgiveness (laughs) and why we're going to now yes (laughs) with that being said and thank you by the way for being vulnerable and sharing that with our audience and i know 
sharing it with me is one thing, but yes. So, so that's where we're coming from, everybody. And forgiveness is a big, big, like most of these topics, heavy, big topic. So we're going to start with, well, well, let me guess a definition, a definition, (laughs) one of my favorite things. (laughs) All right, go. Okay, go. Ready? So forgiveness is an intentional decision to let go of resentment and anger. And there are many definitions out there. You know, there's the biblical definitions and the the Webster definition. Mm -hmm. But the biblical was the act of pardoning an offender, right? So the biblical definition has more to do with the other person, right? Yes. Which is why I like that first definition that we gave. Because it doesn't actually have to do with anybody else. No, it's your choice. It's, It's your intentional decision to let go. Of negative emotions. Yes. It's about you and your health and your well-being. And it's not about what the other person did or didn't do or what they deserve or don't deserve. It's about your peace of mind. It's about your peace of mind. Your growth and you moving forward. And I think that is the biggest, biggest takeaway. That's why I want to start off right, right off the bat with that. And we'll be weaving it in and out and I'll bring it back up because that's what I do. That is probably the biggest takeaway when it comes to forgiveness is that it's it's about you it's so. about me 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 sorry <laughs> i feel like we say that a lot it's all about you it's all about you but at the end of the day it is it all is. about you mm-hmm. so let's so let's talk about that a little bit more okay let's do it let's do it so i would like to, I, I can almost confidently say i don't like speaking for people but We've all had to forgive somebody at some point in our lives for a wrongdoing, for hurting us. I'm going to take this in a little bit of a different pattern because I don't want to use the words wrongdoing because as we've discussed several times. Fair. Okay. We all perceive things in a specific manner based on our life experiences. And so how we perceive something isn't always how it was intended. But it still hurts. But it still hurts. But the hurt is still real. And I fully acknowledge that there are intentional hurt. Like people, there are unfortunately people in our world that do things to intentionally hurt others or intentionally hurt somebody to deflect from their pain. Yes. All right. So these things definitely do happen. But I want to remove the offender kind of thing out of it. Mm Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you need to forgive somebody. I'm not even going to say need. What we're forgiving is your feelings not being validated. You, like how you perceive something and it hurt you and you bring that hurt to the other person and they poo-poo it because it wasn't their intention or because they can't look at the fact that they did it or whatever their poo is Right. that has to do with it, right? And so it's about validating feelings for me. It's not about the fact that they did a thing. Okay. It's about the fact that they did a thing and then they told you you shouldn't feel that way. So I think, yes, I think that is one situation. But I don't think it is all-encompassing. No, you're probably right. I think that's... I think I'm projecting. I was going to say, I think that's a situation that is very personal to us. Yes, but not necessarily the only time forgiveness is required. True. 
right? So it's, True. it's I'll, not... I'll agree to that. But that does bring up a good... Distinction. Distinction. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I'm like trying to think of my, my words here. Is that is one example for sure of... This is hard for me to like articulate. <laughs> articulate. I think what I am trying to say is I operate from a fundamental place where I believe everybody in the world is doing the best that they can. Agreed. Right? right? So I think everybody is doing the best that they can. And when somebody hurts you or does something that's unkind or intentional or not, or not, mm-hmm. it's coming from a place of them trying to get through the day. Yes. So that's, yes, that's what it is for me. More than it, it's okay. Well, you can agree with me. No, no, no. Yes, no, I do. <laughs> let me, let me just, let's just sit for a sec. So, it's not necessarily about what the other person did or didn't do, right? Because, like you were saying, whether it was intentional or whether it was not intentional, the fact remains that there are hurt feelings. Yes. Right, and those hurt feelings are valid no matter what. Right. Like yes. We say about our feelings all the time feelings are valid just because they exist that's yes. all that's the only reason that they need so when it comes to hurt feelings they're your feelings to process and let go of whether they were caused by somebody else's actions or not yes whether they were caused by somebody else's intentional actions or not yes right so it's not it doesn't so it does come back to that your feelings not being validated right especially if somebody it's it's harder to forgive somebody when you say hey this hurt me and then they poo poo it yes but i think that again is just like you were like you were saying i'm like moving my hands around i'm so italian oh my god <laughs> <laughs> if you guys can see me right now i'm like ah <laughs> We, we really do have to stop videotaping this sometimes because it's comical, everybody. Gosh. <laughs> but, yeah, so... There's a lot of ways that, that you can be hurt or that somebody needs to be forgiven. But at the end of the day, it's like all things that we say, it's your work to do. Right. And it's your intention. It's your decision. It's you your decision. get to, to decide when, how, and what the interaction is going to be after the fact. Exactly. Like, I can tell you that I have, there have been experiences, right? You know exactly what experiences I'm talking about where I've had to forgive people, right? We all, like I said earlier. We all do. We all do. And some people I've forgiven and let back into my life. And we've, you know, gone back to a system that works. And other people I've forgiven but don't talk to. The season is over. The season is over. And that's okay. Yes, Absolutely. Right? So forgiveness doesn't mean, that's the other thing. Forgiveness doesn't mean, oh, I forgive you. Now let's just go back to the way things were. Or let's go back to you treating me that way. Right. Right. So that's, that's why I find this so, like, there's so much to say. I never know which direction to go in with Yes. Yeah, so this topic is, again, you can see where the resistance is coming from. It came from many places. That being said, forgiveness is extremely important to the mother-daughter relationship. Yes. And I'm going to just do it. We said we were going to hold off, but forgiveness of yourself and your daughter is very important. And your mother is very important for this relationship to have true, genuine Mm -hmm. connection. So, yes, because it is inevitable to have a relationship this close 
this highly emotionally charged, this with this much potential for genuine connection and not have there be hurt. Right. There's going to be hurt. There's going to be mistakes made. There's going to be... We're human. Unintentional... There's going to be misconceptions, misconceptions, misunderstandings. All all of those things, right. Because like you said, we're human. There's going to be things that are said in the heat of battle that you didn't mean to say. (laughs) In the heat of battle. (laughs) I mean, there's just going to be things. Yes. And so there's going to be, at one point or another, a need to forgive in the mother-daughter relationship. Right. So let's do what we normally do, and let's talk about you and I. Because you and I both love... Sorry. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. I, just this, just, just how random. my brain works. Yeah. You say you and I, and the first thing that happens is a lyric. So in our situation, and you know, our story, which... At this point, I'm just going to assume that our listeners know about. But I was if like, you, if not, just go listen you, to episode one. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. If you don't, listen to episode one and all the others, I guess, and you'll you'll get to know us pretty well. We're pretty out there. But I talk about a lot of the things that I feel that I did incorrectly that contributed to your anxiety, your mental illness, that contributed to your view of yourself, right? Sure. The way that I talked to myself throughout the years the way that I parented, you know, I kind of fell into the role of parenting the way that my mom parented. Which, you know. I'm not like, we always say this, like there's no judgment here, we're just talking. Right. But the truth is... There used to be judgment. There used to be. And when you have a child that, you know, considers ending their life, you can't help but play the blame game with yourself. Like, what did I miss? What did I do wrong? Where did I this... And, and also, you can't help but point fingers in other directions, too. You're angry, right? Who yeah. said what? And that person did this. And if that school system wasn't the way that it was, and, you know, if my mother wasn't so demanding, like, there's a million things that happened mm-hmm. in that scenario that needed to be forgiven. And for the first five years, like I talk about in the book, Shining a Light on Grief, for the first five years... I was nowhere near forgiving anything. I wanted it all to end. I was just pushing it down. I wasn't accepting any of it. Well, that's the key right there. Right. right? And I just wanted to get back to the dysfunction. It was just a matter of, well, because that was your version, our version of normal. We didn't recognize it as dysfunction. Correct. Right. So as you were talking to, it made me think of the distinction between blame and forgiveness and it's interesting because like you were saying, there were a lot of, you were pointing fingers, right? There was a lot to blame and there was a lot of different things to blame. But the word itself, blame, implies or infers that there was an intent. Was an intent, right. And I think forgiveness is so powerful and so difficult because It needs to be applied in our lives even when there isn't, like we were saying, there isn't an intent, which means there isn't blame. We just need to accept that that is reality, that it happened, and there's no blame. There's no one to blame necessarily, right? Like there's... Right. Like in our case... But we still need to forgive. Right. In our case... Because we have to let go of that resentment. Mental illness was to blame, we say in air quotes. Right. Right. And we wanted to fix it. Mm-hmm. Or I, I'll speak for myself. I wanted to fix it. Oh, I wanted to fix it too. <laughs> you can speak for both of us there. 
And so we were blaming the mental illness and not looking at any of the other pieces. When you're blaming, you're not accepting. And you're also not, what's the word that they use in this seven steps? Considering. You're not considering oh. all of the These things. seven that, steps that you don't know about yet, friends, because we haven't talked about it. We'll <laughs> but, get there. Sorry. But while you're blaming, it, it, I mean, you're looking for something to blame. You're not actually actively working on growing or moving forward. Or, right? letting, or letting go. Or letting go. Right. And, and I was looking for, for a good four or five years for something to blame. Which is, again, the normal human reaction. Yes. Right. But so. we didn't start to get better. And I can say this wholeheartedly, like emphatically, whatever word you want to use. I love that. Emphatically. Like good word. nothing started to get better until we accepted that mental illness was just part of our lives. Yes. That we accepted that we had different experiences and different perceptions and that the things that we were saying to each other weren't coming across the way that we meant them. Which brings us actually right to those seven steps because the first one is acceptance. No, wait. No, it's not. It's not. I lied to you all. That's number three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm jumping the gun. The first one's actually acknowledge. <laughs> yes, you have to. That's the other part of this that's di- that I think is difficult for people is you need to acknowledge and sit with the feelings. We all... Nobody wants to. Yeah. I mean, we talk about this, the labeling of feelings as good or bad. And Abigail and I have talked about some are just lower vibrations and they're unwelcome, but that doesn't make them bad. And we all... Welcoming the unwelcome. Welcoming the unwelcome is we have to acknowledge our feelings and sit with them, which is the consider, which is step two. Mm -hmm. Like acknowledge how we're feeling, acknowledge the hurt, acknowledge the pain, acknowledge the guilt, acknowledge whatever it is. If you're talking about forgiving yourself, acknowledge the remorse. Or if you're talking about the hurt from somebody else, right? acknowledge it and then consider how it affected you. How did it actually affect you? How did it change your life, your view? Like consider it all. And in order to do that, you have to sit in uncomfortableness. And it can take a while. It can. Right? I mean, let's just use... Five years. Five years. Well, that too. And I was like, let's just use this past we've been saying for like three or four weeks now we want to talk about forgiveness and this is just the i mean the tail end of you sitting and and processing right right and this i mean i'm 53 years old so this relationship that i have with my mom that i'm talking about that i've been considering it's only been in the past couple of years in accepting the things in our relationship that were dysfunctional Mm -hmm. right the codependency the Mm -hmm. All of it, the mental illness, the words matter, you know, the boundaries, my feelings and your feelings are both valid and important, all of those things. It, it hasn't been until the last couple of years where I've been able to even look at mm-hmm. and acknowledge the hurt that I feel from my mother-daughter relationship. And don't get me wrong, I'm not throwing stones here. I not was not a pleasant child either like I well I'm just saying I I was a typical you know like rebellious teenager I'm not I wasn't well like you also just said it yourself typical yes I'm not part of the growth phase yes yes for sure right like all I'm saying is that I live in a glass house don't 
don't have kids if you're not going to expect some difficulties. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm not, this isn't a like throwing stones at my mom kind of a thing. Right. No, I know. Right. But, but it, that is why we're here, right? Because it, it goes from generation to generation. It does. It does. And it's because we can't acknowledge and consider, right. in my personal opinion. That Well, I agree. Right? Because we don't want to acknowledge that our mothers are human. We don't want to acknowledge that our children are human. Right? They're our children. They can do no wrong. Right. We don't want to acknowledge that these things happen. We don't want to look at the ugly. And we don't want to look at the ugly. And in order to forgive and move forward in relationships, we need to acknowledge and consider the repercussions of the actions that have brought us to the place that we're at. And a big portion of what we're acknowledging and considering is our actions. Are our own actions. We have to look at our own ugly. Yes. Because it it exists. It exists. Yeah. It's it's hard to look at your own ugly. Mm Mm-hmm. And then once... And it's hard to look, like you were saying, to look at the ugly of people you love and respect. And the people that you've been trying when you're talking about your mother-daughter relationship, the person that you've been measuring your worthiness against. Yes. Right? And so now we've acknowledged and we've considered, and now we need to accept. That <laughs> there it is, guys. Now we're on to accept. <laughs> we need to accept that the hurt is there. It's happened. Our ugly is there. Their ugly is there. Yep. There's ugly in the world. We need to accept that we can't change that. We can't change the thing that ha- occurred no. that hurt us. We can't change the thing that occurred that hurt the other person that we did. We can't change those There's things. There's no going back. So right. we need to accept them, which is very hard. Cool. Right? Very hard. Like when you're talking about looking at your own ugly and accepting that that's a part of you and still being able to move forward with I'm a worthy, good person mm-hmm. because we all are. Be- because we, I guess, yep. Great. And because also it's necessary to feel that way about yourself. I just made a post about this a couple of days ago. Like our our girls are watching how we treat ourselves, watching how we forgive ourselves, watching how we treat other people and how we forgive other people. Mm-hmm. And that's how they're learning how to love themselves and treat themselves. I mean, and that's... Yeah, so, so true. As we're working through this process, accept our ugly. And accept our ugly doesn't mean it's okay to hurt people. I'm not saying like, let's just accept that we're bad mooded and that we that we were rude like oh, that's not what i mean no, by accept no. the ugly what i mean is accept that you're human accept that you're human accept that it happened and accept that now you now, know better now you know better and now's the time to learn and grow from that experience and try behavior. to do better yes right exactly which ironically is another step <laughs> you have accept and then you have determine and that determine is whether you're going to forgive or not. So that's where the, going back to that original definition, that's where the intentional decision takes place. Yes. And I would venture to say, in all instances, I strive to determine to forgive. Yes. That does not mean acceptance of behavior. No. So that's, I like, that's a good distinction because acceptance of the reality and the occurrence and what happened does not equate to accepting the behavior if it was disrespectful behavior or behavior that crosses a boundary or any of that right if it yes right I'll just leave it at that (laughs) yes (laughs) so in my personal opinion I think the determination should always be to forgive because it's healthy for you it's because exactly it's because it's the best choice right yeah because like you said it's healthy for you. It's healthy for you. If I'm you're trying to find if, different words to say exactly what you just said. Yeah. For no reason. 
So that's, you know, my two cents for whatever that's worth. Well, and it's healthy for you, not just emotionally, right? But it's also healthy for you physically and mentally. Which Absolutely. is, I think, kind of kind of cool, right? Because I'm all about how we're not just, just physical bodies. We're not just, right? We're physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, all of the things intertwined. And I think forgiveness kind of is the perfect action to express that because when you choose to forgive you're getting rid of those negative emotions the anger and the resentment which is good for you emotionally you're choosing to let go of the ruminations in your head of this person did that and they did this and they hurt me this or way i did that and or i, I did, did that this. how what could is... i how could they right you're letting go of those ruminations which is good for you mentally you by letting go of anger which has been scientifically proven that it it Increases correlates blood pressure, to yeah. high blood pressure and high cholesterol. By releasing that, you are doing something good for your physical body. And then you're taking a step towards spiritual growth because forgiveness is a that's what it is, essentially. Yes. Right? Yes. It's 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 growth. It's growth. Exactly. So it's just like forgiveness is hard because it's so important. <laughs> anyway. It's well, and and yeah, and because in order to forgive, you need to accept and acknowledge that it the happened. Negative. The negative, you need to accept and acknowledge the negative parts of life. And I'll kind of I'm gonna go off on a tiny bit of a tangent slash soapbox right now. <laughs> Who with, you with, with Us? our world? No. When I talk about like the negative aspects of life, in in our world right now, there's a little bit of um, danger of toxic positivity. Oh, yeah. So we all just be positive. Just decide to be in a good mood, which I wholeheartedly agree with. To a degree. To a degree. Right. But you can't deny the things that you feel. Like right. all feelings are valid. You can't deny that there that there is hurt and there are things that you need to process. And so, yes, you want to release the negative feelings because it's healthy for you. And you obviously, not obviously, but who doesn't want to live at a higher vibrational right. state in the good emotions? And to some degree, it is a choice absolutely however by saying oh just choose to be it's just choose to be happy that kind of downplays and disregards it makes it seem like it's it makes it seem like all emotions aren't valid that one yeah and and to just not process the emotions not accept the emotions not acknowledge the emotions means that you're actually denying right you're living in a form of grief and denial right and putting on a mask. It's, yeah. <laughs> and it's almost like it's sending the message of, oh, well, you shouldn't feel that way. Just choose to feel differently. Right. Which in the world of mental illness is a very dangerous. Just in the world. Just in, just in general. Just it's in a, general. It's a dangerous train of thought in my mind. So, yeah. yes, look at the bright side. Yes, be grateful every day for things that you have. But acknowledge and accept that there is negative in the world and there are feelings that are lower vibrational and they and you are going to experience them because you're a human and it's just part of life and right and so yes so then what's the next step here after we have determined whether we're going to forgive or not then it's time to move on to repair or restoration yes and what do you what does that mean exactly well i'm actually going to go back to what we touched on a little earlier in this conversation is once you've decided to forgive, it doesn't necessarily mean that things have to go back to the way they were. But what it does mean 
as things are repaired or restored in a way that is healthy for both parties. Yes. And we need to, I'm not going to say need. I always say that and like nobody needs to do anything they don't want to do. So just ignore my when I say we need to because I'm talking to myself when I say that. So when we're talking about repair, right? Because if there's a need for forgiveness, that means there was hurt and that means that there was something that's been broken. Right. And so that next step of I've decided to forgive, whether it's yourself or somebody else, means that you need to repair or restore the relationship with either yourself or the other person. Right. And by that, I mean set a standard or a boundary or have a conversation or an understanding of this particular thing was not okay. It hurt me. It made me feel guilty. It made me feel remorseful. It made me whatever. Insert feeling here. Yes. So now how am I going to adapt my behavior or expect? No, I'm just going to say my behavior because you can't expect anything from anyone so that I don't feel that way again for the same reason. Right. And sometimes that means that you're working on yourself, self-growth. You're, you're looking at your ugly and learning about yourself and accepting that. Sometimes that means, like in the case right now of me and my mom, sometimes that means there's distance. Yes. Because I don't want to continue to feel the way I feel when I am interacting with my mom. Right. And at the moment, she's not open to our relationship being having a different dynamic. Having, right. Or at least that's how it appears at the moment. And I'm a firm believer of, you know, time changes, river flows. This may not always be that way. There is no relationship that cannot move forward. But that's the key, I think, when we're talking about repair, is we're not putting it back together. It's how are we moving forward? We're building something new. Building something new. Right. It, it kind of goes back to kintsugi, which is... The Japanese term that refers to, it refers to the art of when something's broken, you you put it back together, but when you put it back together, they use like a gold leaf or something like that. So that when you see, you can see where the break was, you can see where the crack was. And now it's even more beautiful because of the gold leaf than it was before. Right. Right. So that's that mindset. That's this whole repair and restoration phase. Exactly. It's like you're putting the pieces back together. You've decided that you're going to forgive and that you're going to move forward and Mm -hmm. you're going to let go and you're going to accept. And it's probably almost definitely not going to look the same as it did before. As it did before. Mm -hmm. But that's part of the growth. That's part of the growth. And that's a good thing. Right. It's, It's a good thing because the way you felt before wasn't good. Right. There was a need for forgiveness there, whether it was forgiveness to yourself or somebody else. Exactly. And so... Which actually goes into... Learn. Step six, which is learn. We're not just fixing. We are moving forward and we're learning. We're learning our boundaries. We're learning how to, we're learning what energies we need in our life so that we can live that positive, happy life. Exactly. So that we can operate on those higher vibrational platforms. So that we can love. (laughs) So that we can love and we can bring light to our world and make the world a better place, which is what this is all about. Right. What our relationship is all about. When our relationship thrives and we work on it and we respect each other's boundaries and we work through all of that hard, sticky stuff, right? Emotionally charged, acknowledge each other's needs. Our relationship is good. We are happier and we operate in the world at a happier level. So what we're bringing, the light we're bringing to the world is better. 
Mm-hmm. And so the mother-daughter relationship, if we all, both sides. Yeah. Take, like you said, takes two to tango. Takes two to tango. Worked on our relationship in this fashion. It's easy with everybody else in the world. They, they can't touch you the way your mother or your daughter can. Right. Right? Then the world is just going to be better. It is. Anyway. And then the last step is that forgive. If, yes. Like you have let it go. You don't bring it up. It's not something that you revisit when you want to like, you know, pull out a weapon or something. Right. Don't feel the need to hold it over their head. Or your head. Or your head. You know, we're talking about self-forgiveness as much as forgiving somebody else. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, to forgive is to let it go. It's like the conversations that we talk about. When Abigail and I say, well, we have this thing that we're really mad about or we're hurt and we need to talk about it, but we're both not in the same spot to talk about it. So we're going to schedule a conversation Mm -hmm. and then we have to put it away. We can't operate in that feeling it's actually good practice for uh, eventual forgiveness. Yes. We can't operate in that feeling of unre- it's unresolved, so I'm going to remain like tense and angry and I'm going to like zing and whatever term yeah, you want to use, right. right? It's the same with the forgiveness. Like you've gone through these seven steps. You have acknowledged it. <laughs> you have considered it. You've accepted it. You've determined whether or not to forgive, which I hope you determined yes to forgive. Yes, Exactly. You've repaired, you've learned from the experience. And now you've forgiven. And now finally you've forgiven. And so it's gone. It's it's not to be revisited in a future instance. Right. Yeah, I think so there. That's why we ha- we're having such a hard time talking about forgiveness. And you know what's funny? We just had this like great, what I thought was a great episode personally. I don't know about you guys, but... <laughs> toot, um, toot. <laughs> like deep diving into this really sticky emotion and this topic and anyway anyway there you have it that's that's our uh that's our take on forgiveness that's our ditty on forgiveness yeah let's stop the blame game because we're just looking i i really do think blame is just a way to divert denial it's a form of denial yeah it's a way to divert the negative energy away from yourself and put it onto somebody else or something else. Or. So you don't have to sit with the emotions and go through these seven stages of yes, forgiveness. Or divert that negative energy away from the other person that you have up on a pedestal. Right. In my yeah. case, my mother. Right. 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 I don't want. I don't want to see their. Hum- Ugly. <laughs> I don't want to see their human. Right. And so I'm going to blame myself for being the problem. Mm. Yeah. So enough with the blame game. Let's just feel the emotions. They suck, but you know, we got to, we got to do it. Let's yeah. There you go. On that, on that emotions suck, everybody. We're going to end it. (laughs) Uh, Not all of them do. Oh, that's so funny. But thanks for listening as always. And we will talk to you guys soon. Bye guys. See you next week. Thanks for joining us on our journey today. If you liked what you heard and are looking for more, make sure to leave us a review and subscribe to this podcast. You can also follow us on social media. See you next time.